Welcome to the Embracing Midlife Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Hastie. I'm a coach and practitioner of hypnosis and NLP. This podcast is about embracing midlife, the challenges and the opportunities. As a midlife woman, you have likely spent most of your life looking after others, and now it's time to start looking after you. For many of us, midlife is a time of deep reflection on the things we have done in our lives, but also the things we are yet to do. It's a time of many transitions, some good, some not so good. And it's also a time to revive your dreams. You know, the ones you had before life got in the way. Life is far from over and there is plenty of time to work towards your goals and dreams. This podcast is packed with health, well-being, and mindset tips, motivation and support for navigating your way through midlife and beyond. There are said to be 34 menopause symptoms, however I'll only mention 17 today, though some of them like brain fog for instance are little clumps of symptoms so it's more like 20 something. Before you faint or switch off, please know that not all women experience all symptoms and you may also not experience them all at once either. I do, however, think it's important to know about these symptoms as some of them can be quite vague and you may not immediately connect them with perimenopause or menopause. When I started going through it, all I knew about were mood swings and hot flushes, but there's so much more to know. Quick disclaimer, please note the purpose of this podcast is to educate and raise awareness. I'm not a doctor or a menopause specialist, nor do I choose to play one on the interwebs. Anything mentioned here should not be taken as medical advice, merely as a springboard for your own research. If you are experiencing any of the symptoms mentioned, please contact a medical professional for advice and treatment. Please note, I do tend to use perimenopause and menopause interchangeably, and while not technically correct, most people understand this. I have put a link to the Australian Menopause Society in the show notes. They have some really good free resources and they also have a state-by-state listing of doctors in Australia who are specifically trained in diagnosing and treating menopause. I have also put a link to the first episode in this series, which is all about the stages of menopause in case you missed it. Oh, and just a heads up, we can't discuss menopause symptoms without mentioning lady parts. So if you have little ears around, you may want to listen to this later, or you may have some splaining to do. With all that being said, let's get to it. So number one, period changes. This is often the first sign. So due to the fluctuation in hormone levels, periods can become less or more frequent. They may be heavier or lighter before eventually stopping completely. Brain fog. This is a collective term for symptoms such as memory slips, poor concentration and difficulty absorbing information. This was probably the most difficult one for me. I felt like my brain had turned to mush overnight. It was awful. It is also actually the focus of Menopause Awareness Month, which is taking place right now at time of recording, so October 2022. And I will put some useful links in the show notes if you want to find out more about that. Third one, loss of sexual desire. It is common to lose interest in and pleasure from sex around the time of menopause. Feeling tired, having a low mood and experiencing night sweats can all be contributing factors because none of those things are very sexy, let me tell you. 
From a physiological point of view though, the decline in testosterone is also thought to be the main hormonal factor in contributing to decreased sex drive. Number four, night sweats. Many women find they wake up drenched in sweat and have to change their PJs or bedclothes quite often, which is not pleasant. Number five, fatigue and poor sleep. So the poor sleep can be related to the night sweats, but women can find they are more tired during the day, even if their sleep is not affected. And it is thought that the fluctuating hormones contribute here as well. Number six, hot flushes. Hot flushes can come on suddenly at any time of day, spreading throughout the face, chest and body. For some, they may last a minute or two, for others, several minutes. They can be quite uncomfortable and embarrassing. It's, it's a very strange feeling to be having your own personal summer when people around you are sitting there quite comfortable and unaware. Number seven, mood changes. From feeling suddenly angry to anxious, some women suffer from mood changes, which can be very disruptive to work and home life, especially if people are tiptoeing around on eggshells trying not to set off the scary lady. For me, I used to get really teary and just start sobbing for no reason I could pinpoint, which was very disconcerting. Um, you may also get more irritable than usual. And as we go through all the symptoms, I don't think that comes as any surprise. There is a lot of stuff happening here and plenty of reasons to feel irritable. Um, next one, migraines. Did you know women are 23 times more likely to experience migraines than men? We are so lucky. Fluctuating levels of hormones, particularly a dip in estrogen levels, have been found to trigger migraines in some women. In younger women, this tends to happen a day or two before a period starts, or for women taking the combined oral contraceptive pill, this can happen during the week when you stop taking the pill. In older women, migraines can become more common during the perimenopausal and menopausal stages of life when estrogen levels naturally decline. Number nine, vaginal dryness. It just gets better, doesn't it? So this can happen because estrogen keeps your vagina healthy by acting as a natural lubricant. It also stimulates the cells in the lining of your vagina to encourage the presence of good bacteria that protects against infection. As estrogen levels in your body decline during menopause and perimenopause, the vagina, vulva and urinary tract can suffer from a lack of estrogen. The tissue lining your vagina thins and becomes drier. Which leads us on to number 10, urinary symptoms. So as the vaginal tissue lining thins, your bladder and urethra also thin and become weaker which can cause you to need the toilet more often and feel very desperate to go without much notice. As estrogen helps to fight off harmful bacteria, a lack of this hormone makes you more prone to urinary tract infections and cystitis. Stress incontinence is also common at this time, but not normal. If you're experiencing this, please see your doctor or a physio. There are lots of things that can be done. Number 10, the skin. Skin changes can include dryness, loss of elasticity and vascularity, thin, thinning of the skin and increased wrinkling. The hormonal changes can also cause some acne for some women. I reckon I have more pimples in perimenopause than I ever did through puberty. 
Not sure how that works. Number 11, hair. You may have thinning or hair loss on the scalp, lower leg, pubic and underarms, um, which also comes with ageing. But you may see an increase in facial hair. That doesn't seem like a fair trade to me, but never mind. Okay, so teeth. Hormonal changes are associated with gum thinning and recession, increased periodontal inflammation and oral lesions, and ageing itself can also cause changes to the teeth and gums, and bone loss can also occur, especially in the upper jaw. So regular checkups are recommended to maintain oral hygiene and bone health. Number 13, anxiety. Feelings of mild anxiety can develop during perimenopause, even if you've never had them before. If you do have a history of anxiety, you may see an increase in symptoms. Though it's not normal to have severe or ongoing anxiety due to menopause, so please, please make sure you get this assessed by a medical or mental health professional. Number 14, depression. Having a history of depression, such as postnatal depression, increases your risk of having depression in perimenopause. Although women who have never experienced depression before may get some mild symptoms. If you're experiencing depression, once again, please get it checked out. Don't just assume it's due to menopause and will get better on its own. Number 15, weight gain. Many women experience an increase in weight and particularly an increase in belly fat where there's not previously been an issue. Number 16, irregular heartbeat. Many women experience non-threatening heart arrhythmias, um, so irregular heartbeat, and an increase in heart rate and palpitations. So once again, don't assume it's menopause and get it thoroughly checked out, particularly if you have a family history or other risk factors for heart disease. Number 17, last but not least, joint pain. Menopause may cause joint pain that can affect the knees, shoulders, neck, elbows or hands. Old joint injuries may begin to ache and many of us might also have osteoarthritis by this time. As time goes on, you may start to notice that you feel more aches and pains in those areas than you used to. That's because oestrogen helps to reduce inflammation. So as oestrogen reduces, the inflammation and therefore the pain can increase. This may ease off as hormone levels stabilise. So there we have it. 17 menopause symptoms you need to know about. But as I said, some of them are little clusters of symptoms, so probably more like 20 something in there. If you have listened this far, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you. Please share this podcast with others so more women get to hear these important topics. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you again. Bye for now.